Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Welcome to The Wave Podcast. I'm Daniel Ortiz. Michael Red in the building. My brother. What's up, Miguel Rojo? Miguel Rojo. What's going on, my brother? I don't, I, I don't know how to respond back in, in, in Spanish. Don't do that to me on the podcast. Man, listen, brother, you and I, it's hard for times because we already talked uh, and when we jump on this. But, man, how beautiful today. I'm looking outside my window, Doc. And it is yeah. amazing out here. I can't wait to just walk outside and just breathe the fresh air. You know what I mean? Yes, man. Yes, 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 yes. This is a beautiful day. And happy Memorial Day to all of our, our listeners, veterans out there. It's a beautiful weekend and and uh, time to celebrate the lives of people who sacrificed for our country. Um, but you're right, Danny. It's been a beautiful weekend so far. So good Absolutely to hear your right. voice, man. Great Love to hear your you, voice. Man. Love yeah. you, my brother. I thank God for you. And yeah, man, we want to, you know, you know, uh, I have a military brother, Sammy, which you know and yeah. love, you know what I mean? We love him, uh, but we celebrate, man. Uh, think about the, the reason that we're doing this, the reason that we can talk, the reason that we can freely uh, walk our country is because we had many, many men and women sacrifice their lives for us. And and if you lost someone and you listen to us, uh, you know, our prayers are with you and for you. And and again, we don't take it for granted. Uh, Deb and I was driving my yesterday and we went past uh, where my nephew's buried and um, I think the Boy Scout, she tells me, uh, they put flags out uh, to memorialize all the fallen soldiers and, and just to see the hundreds and hundreds of flags. Do you know what I mean? Uh, on a gravesite, man. It, it was moving. It actually moved me. I was like, whoa, man. And it made me stop and, and to think and realize, man, um, which we do every time this year. Uh, the reason that we're standing strong is we stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. And have died for our freedom. I died that, that that to say that we live in a country that's free, not with not without our issues, but we free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And, and I thank God for that, man. So. Wow. Um, appreciate. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hit me yesterday, man. I was driving by. We saw that flag, and it was like, man, I'm standing here because someone else. You know, and I wish everybody could understand that we stand here because of other people, uh, not because how great we are, but because those great men and women. Um, and I was talking to Rabbi Tuli this morning. He made a point on Memorial Day that was so powerful. He said, and when you think about World War II, not only these men sacrificed their lives for our country, they sacrificed their lives for a war that was not theirs. And many, many of our men and the soldiers died fighting to set free uh, the Jews from the tyranny of Hitler uh, and, and, the, and the armies that came against the German army. And so that was a, a powerful thought too this morning as I was thinking about Memorial Day weekend, that think about all those soldiers that died knowing that they were setting free a group of people that needed to be set free, you know? Come on. Come on. And the Jewish people that were dying. And you and I have been to Auschwitz. We walked and we saw the horrific uh, way that these great men and women died, you know what I mean? Uh, because of the tyranny of one, uh, ideology that just uh hold one group over another and so um man we could deep dive in that thing but that thing makes yeah. you think brother totally brother we're grateful to sum it up we're grateful yeah man yeah man yeah, absolutely 
So I, I know man, we're going to talk about this today, man. It's this. Let's jump in it, man. Revelation 19.10, man. You brought it up, man. You brought it up. In a, listen, first of all, let me say this. I've been enjoying our time on the Holy Spirit. I've been enjoying our time. First of and all, I, hopefully our listeners all, have been enjoying that. Before, go ahead. before we go any deeper, listeners, listen. We love to interrupt each other. So that's been a reoccurring thing for 12 years in our relationship. We love to interrupt each other. So bear with us as we interrupt each other. We always do. <laughs> We always do. Go ahead. You was making a point, though. Go ahead. Uh, no, no. Listen, I've been I've been enjoying our time talking about the Holy Spirit because yeah. I think it's the most vital topic that you can talk about on Earth right now. Uh, you and I feel that way. We've always felt that way. We've, uh, you know, the last twelve years has been led on the presence of God and the Holy Spirit and who the Holy Spirit as a person is. And so, you know, you brought up Revelation nineteen ten, and and you and and we had to stop right there because there's no way we could have gone any further. But yeah. We on this yeah. topic today, man. Go ahead. I, no, I won't I interrupt you. No, I won't interrupt you. No, well, I can't promise the same, my brother. Uh, <laughs> but no, nah, man, I, I think pertinent conversations attached to the Holy Spirit, and, and even for this time. And I know this is a favorite topic of you as a prophet, man, um, because you are a prophet um, and you love the prophetic. And I love the prophetic uh, with all my heart. And it's a really, really important topic today because there is um, obviously anxiety in the world on the future, right? And so Revelations 10 uh, talks about, 1910 talks about the, that the uh, testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. It's the spirit of prophecy. But before we even get there, I, I want to just share some things with you and you can piggyback off this if you want to, man. And this is not a soapbox, but this is just, a, I think, a, a thought to consider that we as the body of Christ, Danny, we, we cannot be lazy believers and lazy Christians and just declaring that it's the last days. I'm going to say that again. We, we cannot be just lazy and just saying that it's the last days. See, so why right? you, why, why you got to do that to me? Go ahead. Go ahead. See, Keep on talking. <laughs> I just want to say that to, to like preface the whole podcast because, you know, there's an automatic level of retreat that happens within the body of Christ when calamity and pandemics and chaos begins to happen. And so we automatically run to the rapture's coming, the rapture's coming, the rapture's coming. It's the last days, it's the last days. Get ready, get ready, get ready. And, you know, we have to challenge that eschatological thought process um, because Jesus is all about and heaven's all about invading earth right so if we have the Holy Ghost inside of us we should be built for pandemics come on man right and so there is a responsibility for believers all around the world to be able to find your place actually in pain I agree right? 100%. And so, and so we've got to be able to be comfortable with pandemics and we've got to be able to be comfortable with pain and begin to find our, our place in pain. Because far too often, we, we love to have our conversations dominated by rapture talk, right? And the whole objective is, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, right? So I just wanted to kind of preface the conversation today with that. Well, let me say this uh, for that. The Bible was written for you, not to you. I'm going right. to say that again. The Bible was written for us, not to us. Yeah. 
And if we don't understand that, if, if you don't study the Bible or, or study theology or understand how the scriptures works, then you don't understand contextual. And, and I think in, you're 100% correct. Now we hear so many kooky, and that's when people get into kooky prophecies, into kooky stuff, you know what I mean? Into weird little doctrines that they create themselves because they don't understand that scripturally, you know what I mean? When you look at the scripture, there is a text and context that is written to, to a specific group, you know what I mean? That we can get lessons from, Mike, but they were written to those specific groups at those specific times. You know what I mean? Now, again, we draw lessons to us because it's written for us, but not to us. You know what I mean? And then when it comes to the book of Revelation, again, when people look at the book of Revelation and look at it as a book other than what it says, right? And so I'm just going to read the first words before we read it. it and the revelation of Jesus Christ, <laughs> which I would just start right there. Revelation 1-1 says, and the revela revelation of Jesus Christ. The book of Revelation is a, a, a book about revealing who Jesus is more than anything else. And we take it mm -hmm. as a kooky prophetic book because we want, and, and, and Mike, what I've learned in this, and the reason that people want to do this, and, and, and people, the reason that people don't want to talk about true prophecy, and they get into this kooky, is really, really don't want to trust God. Because what you're saying, Mike, is there's got to be an element of us to trust God in our good and in our bad, in our trials and our up, right? And I think you and I had a conversation about this last week about, you know, for me, Paul's the greatest example of that because Paul has some great triumphs, but he has some great tragedies. But he then he tells us in Philippians 4, in all of it, I'm content, right? Because he has such a trust that God was leading him through some situations that he had to walk through. You know what I mean? Think about, you know, being, I think about Paul being shipwrecked. Like, I've never been shipwrecked in the ocean. So to think about being shipwrecked in the ocean, like, would terrify me. Like, you and I love the water, and we love to jet ski, but we love to jet skis because we're on jets. You know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine being in the mm -hmm. stinking ocean mm -hmm. water. with no jets <laughs> or no nothing. That, that freaks me out. Paul had to walk through this. You know what I mean? But he had, he had uh -huh. a stability and the trust of God. And I think we, we don't like to trust God, Mike. So we get into reasonings that we don't know how to say sometimes, yo, I don't know why God is doing what he's doing, but in it, I'm going to trust him. Like, that's such a simple way of looking at things, you know what I mean? But what we try to do is, because we want to an answer, or like you said, we want the great escape, we'll go, oh, he's coming back tomorrow, because all this is happening. Maybe you don't know why it's happening, and maybe it's time for you to just go, you know what, God, I trust you. Whether I know what is happening, or I don't know why it's happening, I'm not going to try to read into things and I don't even want to get into what I'm hearing about the 666 and all this other stuff because it'll get me on a real tyrant because, again, it's written toward the people of that century. And when you look at it and you look at Caesar, which is one of the, the most horrific people towards the Christian people, and you look at his name, his name literally means 666. I don't want to get into that. What I want to say is this. Don't take the Bible out of context, to your point, Mike. And let's just, again, in some areas, trust God. And when we have true prophecy, which we're going to go over, I want to, you know, explain what the word means and, and what it looks like in the New Testament. Let's really dig into scripture and really find out what God wants us to do for our lives. But in all of it, let's trust him in the areas that we don't understand, because I think that's what we got to do sometimes. We got to just sit back and say, I don't know what's happening, but I trust God. So now you got me on my box. So what? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you keep reading, and, and no, you're right, on chapter, Revelation 1 and 1, it says, uh, it keeps going on, it said, to show, to show unto his servants things that must come shortly. 
uh, to pass. And then it goes down to verse three. It says, blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy, this prophecy. That's so right. the whole book of Revelation is the, uh, is the testimony of Jesus, which is the spirit of prophecy. So in order to interpret the book of Revelation, you have to have the Holy on, Ghost. Man. And one of yeah. the functions of the Holy Ghost is the prophetic. Right. You, you've got to have prophetic eyes to be able to see what revelation the whole Bible is prophetic from Genesis to Revelation. It's all prophetic. Uh, we, we understand in Luke yeah. chapter 11, the first prophet was actually able. Let's go deep. So we, we, we can we, we can go to we, let's see. I, I don't want to go too deep into this, but we got to understand that in, in order yeah, in yeah. order for you to understand the Bible, the totality of the Bible, you have to have the Holy Ghost. You can't look at the Bible from an academic perspective, right? You have to see it through the eyes of the spirit of the author, right? And so we talked about that a few podcasts earlier, that there's no way to interpret the word of God unless you have the Holy Ghost. Now, in saying that, the prophetic begins to bring ease to the hearts of men. It begins to bring ease to the heart. So we, 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 we have... We have let me just say this. We've gouged the eyes out of the church. Like we, we, we have been satisfied and just being orators and church growers. But at the end of the day, what brings absolutely right. peace, what brings assurance is the prophetic, actually. Because uncertainty, right, rattles a nation, right? Fear begins to come in. Um, so when, when we talk about leadership in our country, we need prophetic leadership, prophetic guidance. Let me ask you a question, Danny, and you may laugh at this. Would you feel comfortable if you got on a flight <laughs> and Stevie Wonder was flying the plane? The, the only thing I love with Stevie Wonder is him, him behind a piano. That's it. <laughs> Think about that practically. Keep, practically. Keep, keep him on the piano now. I love his music. Come on, right? Not, not behind the wheel of a plane. Can you imagine that? <laughs> could you? Can you? Are you laughing? Could you? And, and we love Stevie, but like, could you imagine if Ray Charles or Stevie Absolutely Wonder was right. like behind the plane as we took off? We would we would jump off, right? We would jump off. Why has the church been content to well, operate yeah. and fly well, the, on? The, the, the no, no. The answer to that is the deception of the enemy, right? They're taken so, out of the, the, the fivefold ministry ahead, in operation. You know what I mean? And so that that that's we abandon a whole gifting that God has given it and it's moved through the spirit. So I'm yeah. gonna read some scripture today just because I wanna just get on some scripture, Mike. But I'm I wanna I wanna stop stop for a second and, and even look at you read Revelations one, which is awesome, because that sure. word right there, I want people to understand what it means. Now I'm not a Greek scholar, I just love to study the Bible. And so I wanna just read the Greek definition of and, and, and the Greek word, and some of you may know how to, and you might know how to pronounce it better than I do, uh, is either prophesia or prophetia. One of the other two, that, but that's the Greek word of it. And listen what it means, to your point. It means the discourse emanating from divine inspiration and declaring the purposes of God. I'm going to say it again. The discourse emanating from the divine inspiration, which is the Holy Spirit, declaring the purposes of God, reproving the wicked, right? Comforting the afflicted, revealing things that are hidden. It means relating to Christ's kingdom, the, the, his divine mind, 
uh, endued power of speech set apart to teach the gospel for the accomplishment of the kingdom. That's what that word literally means. And I just looked it up. Anyone can go look it up, Google it, look it up yourself. But that's what the word means. To your point, in leading and understanding why the apostles and prophets are so important and understanding that the Holy Spirit makes a point on, because the word says that Jesus gives these gifts, right? Mike, you and I didn't give these gifts. Jesus himself gave these gifts. Why? Because he understood. I need everybody mm-hmm. to... It's funny mm-hmm. to me that we say this in the body. Oh, we are the body of Christ. And this is how we um, justify not seeing the body of Christ as the body of Christ. And as we say, we go, but some other toe and some other the hand. Yeah, but stop cutting off the hand. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah, some is the hand and some of the toe. But what we end up doing is we have body parts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't see yeah. it as one whole body. You know what I mean? It cracks me up for us to say, oh, we have the body. We have all these gifts and all these different ways of functioning. But then we cut up half the hand and we, we think, well, I'm going to operate without a hand. Well, you can't operate without a hand. You can't just cut off the, prop, the prophetic and say, I'm not going to anymore. Yeah, I'm the body. We're moving forward, but we want to move forward without the hand. That's not the way God made us. Go ahead. Let me, let, me, let me ask you a question though, on that. Um, have we abandoned the prophetic because of false prophets, right? Where there's false prophets, there's false gods in the earth, right? And they have uh, false oracles in the earth, right? But we have abandoned, I'm asking this question, have we abandoned the prophetic because of, you know, some of the bad prophets that have been out there or false prophets that have been out there? We shouldn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think we've done that, but the word, because I think we've done that. The word says, we have done that. I think we've done that. The word says that you have to test prophecy and it's okay that you're not going to get it right. But I think to your point earlier, the reason that then we abandoned it is because we ourselves don't hear Holy Spirit. And a lot of times we ourselves don't know how to discern, right? Because the Spirit brings discernment. The Spirit brings... None, none of these functions of these gifts are in operation without the Holy Spirit. And we have to give leeway that in the Holy Spirit is working His divine power in humans. You know what I mean? And the fact that we all going to get it wrong sometimes. You know, I've got it wrong sometimes. You've got it wrong sometimes. I've interpreted scripture wrong sometimes. You know what I mean? I'm not going to get everything right. But as we allow the Holy Spirit. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Yeah, what I'm saying is like because there's, there's you know, a few bad or false, false, like legit false prophets Absolutely out there, not. There's I, I, I'm going to say what an old guy, Brother Bill Patrick, the when I was in seminary, he was a missionary. I think I've told you about him. Right. A missionary to yeah. China. And he, he, told, he used to tell me this all the time. Uh, he used to come out, his teeth used to fall out. He's one of the right. funniest characters you've ever met. He's not alive now, but just, I'm glad that he was able to teach us. And he used to say this all the time. <laughs> just because they're fake $20 bills doesn't mean that they're not real ones out there. You know what I mean? And so, you know, we don't go around and say, well, I'm going to use money anymore. You know what I mean? No, Thank money you. is used for transactions. Money is needed for transactions. Well, there's fake $20 bills out there, so I'm afraid of using it. No. Just because they are fake ones, don't let me, they're exactly not real right. ones. You know what I mean? And again, but I think part of that goes to the understanding of the Holy Spirit that's inside of us. You can't say you have Holy Ghost inside of you and not then be drawn to the prophetic because it's part of the gifting of the Spirit that he gives. You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of insane, uh-oh, but I, I, you're going to stir me up. Let's go to First so Corinthians 12. First Corinthians chapter 12, 13, and 14. Which again, this is my favorite topic. 
But let's just go first Timothy <laughs> chapter 12, which is I'm going to read one of your favorite scriptures here because you love this scripture in verse 3. But I'm going to start in verse 12, 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you, and you love this scripture, that no one speaking by the Holy Spirit of God caused Jesus a curse. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And look what he said. And, they, and this is Paul. Paul's going to yeah. teach us more than you and I, man. Yeah. Paul's just the bombs in teaching this. There are diversities of gifts with the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversity of activities, but it is the same God who works in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Now, to the point that I made earlier, Mike, you can't say you got a Holy Ghost inside of you. Oh, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I know who the Holy Spirit is as a person. And then say, oh, well, let's get rid of the, 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 the prophetic. Oh, let's get rid of the gift of the apostle. Oh, let's get rid of these other gifts. Oh, let's just get rid of the gift of wisdom. Because listen what it says. Every one of us have the Holy Spirit. It says the Spirit is given to each one, but it manifests different in all of us. Why? For the profit of all of us. Verse 8. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, the gift of healings by the same spirit. And to another, the working of miracles. And to another, prophecy. To another, discerning the spirits. And to another, different kinds of tongues. And to another, interpretations of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Now, did you and I write that, Mike? I didn't write it. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, no. I no. I I I I want to I want to go back to something real quick, even before Paul and Jesus talked about the Holy Spirit. And you can expound on this, and we can tag team on this, but I think this is very very important. We got to start in John, and then we go to, to the Book of Acts. Even um, you, you cannot call yourself a, a Pentecostal. It's coming next week. The day of Pentecost. Pentecost. Okay, I'm a, I, I just, it, I mean, Pentecost. Shabio, Shabio, coming next week. Shabio, coming next week. Laughing. Shabio, 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 it's coming next week. Pentecost is coming next week. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Silly. So, oh, bear with us, listeners. <laughs> Come on, read that, read that, read that. But Jesus says something very powerful in John 16 and 13. If you're taking notes, please take notes on this. He said, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. And we stop there, right? We usually just stop there. He'll guide us into all truth. But he goes on to say in the same verse, and he will show you things to come. So the Holy Ghost is a prophetic spirit. Giving you the ability, hear me, giving you the ability to hear from God and giving you the ability. I think the, one of the primary functions of the Holy Ghost is to reveal the future, Danny. So be, because, we, because the church has somewhat abandoned the prophetic, we've abandoned the future. And so over the years, we've seen these soothsayers, right? And, and, and all of these, these, you know, witches and warlocks begin to... Uh, tap into That's the future. Right. And so when we abandon right. the man. future, the enemy says, I'll take the future. 
right? And he set up hotlines, right? Begin to give people a dose of what their life looks Come like on, without consulting the opinion and mind of God. That's what a soothsayer is. It means suke, a soul reader. So soul readers have the ability to maybe see your see your 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 life or give you your bank account number or things of that nature, but they're if if they're not consulting the mind of God with that, that makes them a soul seeker or a, a, a soothsayer, if that makes sense. And so one of the responsibilities of the we church, I believe, is to be able to articulate the future, Danny. So in the midst of all in the midst of all of what we're dealing with around the world with chaos and calamity and pandemics, the church, the ecclesia, the apostles and prophets and people all around the world who have the Holy Ghost yeah. have the ability within them to be able to articulate the future. We can't abandon the future because the Holy Spirit within no, you a, won't, won't let you. We live in prophetic, spi- uh, prophetic spirit. Does that make sense? Happen, like. We, we the, what what we the revelation that we get of Jesus today is because someone before us, like Isaiah chapter nine, right, showed us that the government will be on his shoulders, right, pointed to Christ, right. Everything pointed to this direction of Jesus Christ. Everything pointed to the lifestyle of Jesus Christ, right. When the word talks about his face was bruised, you know what I mean. The description of the cross, Psalms. David and Psalms, many, many prophets prophesied Jesus into existence. That's how we know what it is. You know what I mean? And to your point, now what's to come? The lifestyle, right? So what we prophesy is the life of the kingdom, right? You can't even understand the kingdom unless the Holy Spirit, unless you understand prophecy. Again, if you don't understand prophecy, you won't understand what the life of the kingdom is in your role as a kingdom citizen and what you need to bring. Because remember, it said all of them work together for the what? For the working of the kingdom, right? Every single person. But with the backing of the Holy Spirit backs us up. And I don't mean to get loud on this. It just gets me excited. Because once you tap into the Spirit of God, he taps into the future. And then the fu- your future becomes reality. Your future becomes now. <laughs> really. Because what he wants us to do is not only pa- uh, uh, prophesy what's to come in the future, but what's coming oh. as we walking it out, right? We walk by faith and not by sight. Well, how do you do that? How do you walk by faith? Because you're not seen in the flesh. You're seen in the spirit, right? So when you tap into the things of the spirit, the things around you don't even, you settled in because the things around you don't even bother you. The reason Paul has such a trust for God, because he knew where God was taking him, what God was doing. He knew the atmosphere of God. He knew the timings of God. He knew like like the sons of Issachar. They knew, they understood the times. So Paul was not shaking. Oh, I'm shipwrecked. I'm shipwrecked right now, but I know there's more that God has for me. You know what I mean? We go into coronavirus, but if you tap into the prophetic, you already know. Listen, you and I said this a couple of podcasts ago. We are trying, we're trying to hear God. The Lord, we're looking way beyond coronavirus. This is one of many. You know what I mean? We, we're trying to see how, how, how do I go into a lot of times people want, oh. I, 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 oh, man, so much talks go through my mind. I'm going to say this, man. Some, go ahead, say that, say that. Let me, let, me, let me say this. Let me say this before you get there. Because I want you, I, I want you to hit. I want you to hit this. I, I want to hit. What, I want you to hit. I want you to hit what you're about to say. Yeah, the yeah. book of Acts. We talk about Pentecost. Acts chapter two, verse seventeen and eighteen. Joel two twenty eight. That's right. Me. Joel two twenty eight. That's right. And it's it's a uh, it's a it's what Joel two talks about, right? In the last days, it it should be. God declares that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. 
and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Verse 18 says, even on my male servants and my female servants in those days, Prophesy. I will pour out my spirit and they shall what? Prophesy. So the secondary consequence of the feeling of the Holy Ghost, you have the ability to begin to prophesy. In the book of Acts, whenever hands are laid upon someone, you can look at Cornelius' right. house. You can go on and on and on. Acts chapter 19. People begin to prophesy. There was a prophetic word that came as a secondary consequence of the Holy Ghost. So if you have the, I feel, I feel God in this. If you have the Holy Ghost inside of you and you've been filled with the Holy Spirit and you've been baptized, in the Holy, you have the ability to prophesy. That doesn't make you a prophet, but and, you do and have, you have the ability to glimpse, No, no, that was so powerful. It, it be able to to I was reading Psalms 2. Go ahead, Danny, hit that, man. And Sorry. Psalms 2 talks about that he'll give you the, he said, ask of me, I'll give you the nations as your inheritance. And I was talking to God about that. And, and, and the word that he ask of me means ask wealth. And literally bring wealth to the nations. I'll give you the nations. You can't, many of us sitting at home, we want God to use us. But unless you move by the Holy Spirit, when he takes you somewhere, when he takes you to a nation, many people all oh, want to speak to kings. Well, you got to have to have something to say. You know what I mean? To deliver a country, you have something to say. You got to be tapped into the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit searches all things, yet the deep things of Christ. He knows everything about Christ. He knows everything about you. He knows everything about the country you're going to. And you have to be tapped into the Holy Spirit to be able then to reveal everywhere you go. We can't say, God, take me to the nations. God, I want to do this. God, I want to do this. If we're not moving in the prophetic or operating the prophetic or have the Holy Spirit gives us wisdom, spiritual wisdom and discernment of the times of what's happening. Because what these folks need is, listen, if I'm going to a country that's broke, they don't need me to just, I'm going to give them Jesus and Jesus is the answer, but they also want me to come practically with the word of the Lord on how to turn the economy around. And I have to be able to tap into the spirit then and hear Holy Spirit about their economy, where it's going and how to get it turned around and get the secrets and the mysteries that they need to be revealed to them so that their country could go forward. You know what I mean? And so we need the word of the Lord of our mouths. God, we want and God to use us, but we have to be filled. And you keep on saying Acts chapter two, which is we're going into the day of Pentecost. We got to wait enough so that it can be in a, I believe that we, we don't like waiting. You know what I mean? But we have to wait to be, be in, there is, there is power in the waiting. You know what I mean? Cause God wants to empower us to prophesy. And I'm just going to read this in Hebrew one and I'm going to shut up. And then, cause we're going all along here. Hebrews one, check this out. My, he was one, one, two, and three. It says God who at various times and various <laughs> ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets has in these days, in these last days, spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, uphold all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins and sat down at the right hand of his majesty on high. Now that Jesus, that same Jesus, Mike, that same Jesus is, is all powerful, all reign. He's ruling. He's made everything bright, everything glorious. Said this to us in John 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. Uh, if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Not only does he have all authority. And so what am I saying about this? God has given us all authority and all power to access everything on earth and in heaven because Jesus did what he did by dying on the cross 
through the prophetic, he came, right? So here Hebrews Sullivan's prophecy prophesied him into existence. He came, he did his thing. He's now sitting at the right hand side of the Father. He sent the Holy Spirit to you. He said, now, you partner with the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit teach you everything that I need to teach you. Everything that I, is of me, he's going to show you. Now, that same power that raised me is in you so that you can download, change the world through that same power. That's what he's saying. No, that's good. No, I, 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 got, I got some more on top of this, man, because I, I feel like um, we've lost the objective of our existence, right, as the church, as the ecclesia. The objective that's right. is not to entertain people, but to see the hearts of people changed. That's the objective. We, we've kind of fell, fallen into an entertainment mode. Ah, I was going there. Right? I was going there. Where, where Paul, I love what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 24, 24, 20, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 24 through 25. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 24 and 25. But if all prophesy and an unbeliever or an outsider entertains, or I'm sorry, enters, an unbeliever or an outsider enters, he is convicted by all. He is called to account by all. Verse 25. The secrets of his heart are disclosed. And so, falling on his face, he will worship God and declare that God is really among you. Wow. The only thing that can make that happen is prophecy. And so, it's so important to be able to create a prophetic atmosphere around a gathering and also around yourself. Because the objective is, again, to see the hearts of the world and people who are unbelievers right. fall on their face and give their hearts to Jesus. The prophetic does that, right? Not lights, not smoke, not tracks, <laughs> not entertainment, not just skinny jeans. Come on, man. Not just Come on, half-cut man. shirts, not relevancy. I, I know I'm hitting some things, but not relevancy. We've tried to have relevancy be preeminent within this culture. What's relevant, what's real relevancy is prophecy. To be able to be able to read the hearts of men and their lives with the consultation Absolutely of the opinion right. of God on top of it. That what makes men fall on their face and worship God and say, God is among you. That's such a powerful scripture. Let me ask a you a question, Danny. A prophetic word from Jesus. What turned Jesus the heart of the woman at the well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. You That's know what she right. says in verse 19 of John chapter 4? I can see that you are a prophet. <laughs> see, the prophetic began to confront her secret struggle. Come on. And then it redirected her, Danny, into her purpose. Come on. It's not yours. It was the prophetic. You have, you, no, you're right. You don't have a husband. You have five. And the one that you're with right now is not No, yours. go get loud. Prophetic insight, right? So if, if the Holy Ghost is inside of you, I'm sorry, I'm getting loud now. If the Holy Come Spirit on. is inside of you, it, to, <laughs> it, it gives you the Jesus. ability to Come get on. Jesus insights. People's Nathaniel right. was under the tree and, and, and prophesied to him. I, you, you read chapter 14. I want to back. Can I back up for a second, Mike? Because you, you are hitting it. All right. I want to go chapter 13, verse 1 to 4. And I want to read. I told you we're going to read a lot of scripture today. Chapter Man, 14, it. 1 to 5. And then we're going to continue on the Holy Spirit next week. But listen to what the word says. Do I speak with? Because I, I don't want to get these confused. Because I think people do confuse these. But I want to read both of them in context. So that people could. Because we also have to have understanding love. But we can't. 
then then because a lot of times people say, well, walk in love, brother, walk in love. And, and you don't mean not too much prophecy. Well, I'm going to tell you what Paul meant in context and all of it. So I'm going to read all of it. Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but I have not love, I have become sounding brass of clanging cymbals. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I re, uh, could be removed mountains, but have not love, I'm nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I have given do I give my body to the, be burned, but have not love, it's prophets me nothing. Now, people use this scripture as a backing of saying, well, you know, you don't need prophecy. No, you still need prophecy. Why? Because look at chapter 14, verse 1, pursue love. He's still on the love chapter, but he says, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Why? Because of the point that you made, Mike. He knew it's in love that we operate in prophecy and we have to prophesy so that in love we can reveal man's heart. Remember, one of the one of the definitions of the word prophecy is what? It's not only comforting the afflicted, but reproving the wicked. There's something about prophecy that reproves the wicked. Though it com it comforts mm -hmm. the affliction, though it reveals things that are hidden, it also reproves no the doubt. wicked. And listen to what he says. For he who speaks in tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. To what your point is, Mike, not only have we used skinny jeans and all this other stuff, we, we use even the charismata and just all oh, let's go sh shout, shout. And, because we, we don't want to we don't want to get into prophecy. And here Paul saying, listen, you yeah. can go and, yeah. and do all these these tongues and all these ah, da, 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 mm. da, 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 but you better tap yeah, into yeah. some prophecy because some prophecy touches the heart of man. You know what I'm saying? And he applauds having a, a teaching that I never heard nobody teach, Mike. Yeah. Nobody teaches on this fact that here he's giving you a distinction. You can speak in tongues. I don't mind that. I do the same thing. I speak in mysteries. But I also operate in the prophetic because why? But he who prophesies speaks and edify edification and exhortation and comforts the men. And he who speaks in tongues edifies himself. But he who prophesies edifies the church. Edifies the church. You want to edify the church? You want to edify the ecclesia? Learn how to prophesy. I wish you all spoke with tongues. But even yep. more that you prophesy, but he who prophesies is greater than he who oh. speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. Now, I didn't write that. So Paul's made it, making a distinction here. Like you can operate in all these great gifts, but uphold <laughs> prophecy over everything. Why? Because prophecy reveals man's heart and prophecy gets to the nitty gritty. And he said, you can, you can have these great services. We can shout, we can do all this stuff, but you have to be able to hit the heart of men because men is convicted by the heart. And if you don't convict, go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. You get me excited. That's it. See that, this no, 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 no. You keep going. I, I mean, the prophecy, the, the atmosphere of prophecy reveals everything, right? Come on, man. The, 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 the atmosphere of prophecy is not just concerned about your bank account number or your name, but the atmosphere of prophecy provides an opportunity for your spirit and your heart and your soul to be tended to. That's the key. Your heart. Come on, man. God is more, con he's more concerned Come about on, the man. condition and the posture of your heart. Than he, and then he is the other things. So it's, it's so so a lot of times we've relegated prophecy now 
to be able to prophesy cars and houses. And like you said, we shout, we dance, we leap, and, we do and, all these oof. things. But no one's being managed. changed. No, and you're right. And so we don't see conversion. You know why? Because we've right? abandoned the prophetic. The word called oh, conversion, <laughs> right? They, 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 my heart is converted, right? We see a lot That's of people say a lot of prayers. That's and, right. And, and, and again, we humanize a lot of our messages and a lot of our atmospheres and a lot of our platforms right. because we use the mind. But, the, but, but Paul clearly tells us in Corinthians, sure. don't use the mind. You can't, you can't operate by the mind to get somebody else because that's not going to touch the heart of a person. And so we got a lot of people saying a lot of prayers thinking that they say. they thinking that they say because they said a prayer. You know what I mean? But they haven't been converted because they have not the Holy Spirit to come into the heart. Now, we're talking about two different things right now. The Holy Spirit has his way of coming. But one of the ways that he uses is prophecy to show us what our heart is. You know what I mean? There are other ways. So I don't want people to confuse it. There are other. The Holy yes. Spirit is the one that convicts the world of sin, the Bible says. I didn't write that. Go read John chapter 16. The Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin. Part of the way he convicts the world of sin, he raises prophecies, prophets, not only prophets that prophesy, but those who operate in gifting of prophecies and office of prophets. You know what I mean? All of it is to what? To get folks to, to render their lives to the Lord. Remember, and, I'm, and we can end with this, Mike, if you want. Remember, I'm going to read this, 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 what you, this, this famous scripture you love. You say this a lot. And, it, and, it's, and, it's, and it's found in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12. I'm going to just read it one more time for those. Nothing happens without the Holy Spirit. Nothing happens on earth without the Holy Spirit. Look at that. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. And it says, no one can say that Jesus is Lord except the Holy Spirit. You can't even make him Lord of your life. You can't make him Lord. Of, you can't say, what about and what, what we mean by Lord what about is in the Bible. Does he govern you? Does he govern every existence? Like the word Lord literally means owner there. That word in Greek means to own you. Does Jesus own you? And if he doesn't, then have you been convicted by the Holy Spirit in a way in your heart that you have surrendered everything to him and he becomes owner? And again, one of the ways that we're saying today, what we're highlighting today is that God uses prophecy and people to walk in a prophetic nature. Now, I want for those who are listening, the way has an apostolic and prophetic mantle. We operate this way, right? And we are, uh, we are our parachurch. We, we, and and, and I'm, I'm, I used to not want to say this, but I'm going to say this. We, we are parachurch ministry. And what that means is that we call us whatever you want to call us, but we're here to help the church along. We're not a Sunday morning gathering kind of group. We are, we are ministry that God has called uh, apostolic and prophetically to help the church along, the ecclesia come along to understand these principles of scripture, to understand how to walk in these areas of levels of prophecies and nation and governments and kingdom. That's what we're here for. And what we are here to do today to mark and Hopefully every time you hear us speak, every time you hear us teach, something happens in your heart that leaps, that says, man, why? Because we're called to attack the heart. We're not called to be friends to a lot of people. We're not called to be uh, what other people are, which is great. What other people are, we need all those giftings. We need the pastor. We need the teacher. We need those people to operate. But when you come around Mike and I, there's going to be something different. And we're okay with that because we're called to prophesy and to walk an apostolic um, out uh, with the word I'm trying to do. We, we, we're not apostolic force. That's all I can say. You know what I mean? To begin to start teaching these things to bring the body of Christ to a different place. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Take two, three, take two or three can, minutes. Can I, can I, can I close with this? Or in, you know, what, give me one minute, Danny, on this man, because I think this is, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is, <laughs> this is fundamental to your walk with mm. Christ. Um, Jesus said in John chapter ten, verses four and five, "My sheep know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow." That is an absolute prophetic scripture. Because mm. if there's no interest in hearing from God, your life will be in the hands of strangers. You've got to have prophecy really bubbled up in your heart to be able to discern who should be in my life, what career I should pursue, what opportunities I should pursue, right? Because if you're, if you're not listening and connected to the Father, if you're not connected prophetically to hearing his voice, then you're going to miss, right, purpose. You're going to miss destiny. You're going to miss all of these things because... You have disconnected yourself from hearing from God. Let me say this. Knowing the voice of the Lord is very critical. Knowing the voice of the, and it's prophetic. You, when, if you're connected to his voice, you're able to interpret. You're able, you're enabled, you're enabled to be able to decode who's in front of you, right? Strangers could be wrong marriage. The spirit of discernment. Strangers, come on. Wrong degree. Strangers could be a wrong career. Come on, that's it. So, so if I have the Holy Ghost, the elements of prophecy have to be preeminent within my life because it gives me the ability to discern who should be in my life. No, that's perfect. And I'm going to tell those who listen to, to us, you know, we're going to continue next week on the Holy Spirit. That, you can man. tell Mike and I are excited about this. Uh, we get passionate and we're going to tell you um, literally <laughs> can share to your friends. I want to, I want to encourage you Go to the wavecolumbus.com. Go to the wavecolumbus.com. The wavecolumbus.com. There, uh, and I and I want to hit it with this because I, I want you to know, you know, again, since we're not a normal ministry, um, and we're not, we don't do the, the uh, we don't have a congregation. Uh, we survive by your donations, and so there is a, a donate button on the column where you go down and stroll down uh, on the wave right on the top. There's a new donate button. Donate. And if you want to, if you want to, it, it takes you to a secure site on PayPal where you can donate to the wave, uh, give offerings, bless the ministry uh, so that we can bless other people. We can't bless other people unless you bless us. So we want you to go ahead and, and press that button. And then you, if you want to do a recurring, it allows you to do a recurring. Um, but literally, uh, it's, it's you guys, it's financial help that helps us uh, to reach the world as Mike and I literally are traveling the world. And speaking this, um, but listen, we're gonna we're gonna hit this again next week. So uh, join us again next week. Take this podcast. I, I believe it's one of the most important podcasts that we've done uh, because we hit a lot on this podcast on really what the Holy Spirit is and and prophecy. Um, and and that's it, Mike. Thanks thanks again for your time, man. And uh, ain't this fun? <laughs> love you, brother, man. Oh man, I love it. Yes, I yes, we're praying we for you, you man. Listeners. We'll talk to you later, man. And thank uh, God for you praying we'll, for you. Let's talk soon. We'll do this next week. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.